Thursday, June 22nd. Let's play Hurdle. Today's song is Streets of Philadelphia by Bruce Springsteen. Bruce, we've never had Bruce Springsteen on any. Where is he? Bruce, Bruce, Bruce. Streets of Philadelphia. There's so many songs in here. Wow. I did not see that one coming. I don't want to listen to that again. Goodness gracious, that took a left turn. Okay, well, I didn't know he had that drum machine. I wonder if he's ever used that before. That's weird. But it makes sense. That drum machine, the Alesis um, HR-16, was coming out at the end of the 80s. So the Lynn drum machine and the 808s and 909s were already out, but they were very expensive, and they were a little bit... You had to mess with them for a while to get used to how to program them and do these um, these drum beats. The Alesis had more samples in there, different samples you could call up, which people liked. And then it was way more user-friendly. It was ugly and cheaper looking, but user-friendly. So a lot of songwriters would use it. I know Prince was big on it too, because it was very quick and easy if you're writing a song and maybe you're trying to write a guitar part. You just needed a drummer. But you know, you're in, the, you're in your house, you're in the studio just messing around. It was very easy to just whip up a drum beat that sounded pretty good. And you could just keep that looping while you were working out your lyrics or guitar or whatever. So a lot of singer-songwriters used it and rappers because it was quick and easy and you didn't really have to know your way around a complicated drum machine. Okay, back to the song. So it's for the movie Philadelphia. Tom Hanks won the Oscar. Uh, Denzel. It was, uh, what's his name? Demi. Jonathan Demi, the guy who did Silence of the Lambs. He did Stop Making Sense, the Talking Heads um, movie documentary that was Partially filmed here in Dallas at North Park Mall. So Jonathan Demi, I know the story is he first went to Neil Young because he was using a Neil Young song. I don't remember what it was in the early cuts of the movie. So he went to Neil Young, told him that, said, but hey, write me an original song for this film. He did. That song is called Philadelphia, I think. But he used it at the end credits. So he still needed something for the opening credits and the opening of the movie. He had worked with Bruce Springsteen on something, and he went to him and said, hey, I need a rock song for this movie. Told him about the movie, gave him an idea what it was, and at at that time, Bruce Springsteen had just lost a friend, and it was like sudden. It was a younger guy died. I don't know the story, but it was like a sudden death. Shocked shocked him, and he he was already writing a song about that. So even though Demi asked for a rock song, Bruce finished writing this and sent this back to him. Demi loved it. They put it in there, and it blew up. It was a big, big hit for Bruce. He won all the Grammys that year. He also co-produced this, so he wrote it, co-produced it. He won like four Grammys and the big ones, like Album of the Year, Rock Song of the Year, all that. He won the Oscar. He played this to start the Oscars, I remember. Like He was the first song to go. Um, what else? I mean, this song was very big. It's very kind of slow, chill. But 
It still got a ton of radio play. It was all over the place in the early 90s. Trying to think. My favorite Bruce Springsteen story (laughs) is something that if I ever got to meet Bruce, I would just want to talk way more about this time in his life. So he started out as a bass player. So as a bass player, I just remember these stories. I mean, like it's yesterday. I read the story where he was a bass player in New Jersey, New York, that area, playing gigs anywhere in New Jersey and New York. And he got a gig to play for Chuck Berry. Now, what makes Chuck Berry a genius is he he's a businessman. He was a Chuck Berry knew how to make money playing music. And he figured out that it's much cheaper and easier to hire local musicians to play his songs and have a different band in every single city and just play. Then tour with a band that he has to pay for all the instruments and lugging all this stuff around and food and per diem and roadies, and instruments. He would just send the sheet music ahead. Somebody in the touring group was responsible for getting drums and bass and guitars and horns or whatever else they needed. Because really, the show was Chuck Berry playing guitar. Imagine you just want Chuck Berry in a suit, playing a red guitar, doing the duck walk across the stage. You got to play Johnny Be Good. You know, that's what we want to see. So, And you don't have to pay them for their practice time or anything. They're just getting paid for the show. It's understood that they have to know the songs. So Bruce Springsteen got the job as bass player. And he had rehearsed all the songs. He said he knew all these songs, everything they sent him. They show up. They're tuning. They're getting ready to go. Curtain is closed. No Chuck Berry. It's like about five minutes to a curtain. Chuck Berry pulls up in a car. Or car pulls up. Chuck Berry gets out. He has a briefcase and an electric guitar already on. (laughs) Walks right up to the stage, briefcase down on the wings, walks up. Somebody comes up and plugs in his guitar. He turns around, looks at the band. He goes, we go on four. He cues the curtain. Curtain starts to open. And Bruce Springsteen's like, he says he's like 18 years old. One of his first big jobs ever. And he's kind of freaking out. Like, wait, 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 what, what song are we playing? <laughs> and Bruce Springsteen turned around and goes, Chuck Berry songs. Keep up. One, two, three, four. And then they start playing <laughs> as the curtain's opening. So Bruce said the whole night, he was just looking at the other band. And they just had to figure out what song, like, riding along on my automobile. Oh, they were playing that song. Like, he didn't tell us a thing. We just had to keep up. But I just love, what songs are we playing? We're playing Chuck Berry songs. Oh, my goodness. That has got to be the most nerve-wracking experience. He had to be just sweating profusely, listening as intently as he can for any, what key are we in? What are we doing next? What's happening? And then Chuck Berry was done. He unplugs, picks up his briefcase, walks off stage, gets in a car, and he leaves to go to the next city. I've always loved that story because that sounds like my worst nightmare. I would have been the guy who, like Bruce Springsteen, said, whoa, whoa, whoa. What, what, is, what are we doing? What's the set list? Where's our plan? And I would have gotten yelled at by Chuck Berry to just keep up. So that's my favorite Bruce Springsteen story. This is a great song, though. Huge, very successful Oscars and Grammys and the whole shebang. All right, that was a great one. I'm glad we finally had Bruce so I could tell the bass player story.
All right, see y'all tomorrow. You can play Hurdle every day at letsplayhurdle.com. And you can watch us here live on Instagram at Let's Play Hurdle.